Good morning, everybody! And welcome to this week's edition of the announcements presented by Ireland Home Base Services. It is the week of November 5th, 2023. Got some spring, summer-like weather here. Hope you're enjoying enjoying that. Should have some cooler tips by the end of the week. <clears throat> I want to send out a congratulation to Chris Hoblitzel. Chris was randomly selected to be the gift card winner for last week. Chris, a gift card is coming your way, so be on the lookout for that. If you want your chance to win, all you got to do is listen. We'll ask a question at some point during this episode, and all you got to do is email myself, and you'll be entered in that drawing for the gift card. We're going to get started here with the announcements and talk about ending a supervised visitation. If you're in a supervised visitation and suspect that your client is under the influence, you must end the visitation immediately. You're always required to reach out to your supervisor or the bat phone if you notice unusual behaviors and are unsure of how to proceed. This should be done via text as we cannot leave the children unsupervised and we should not make our suspicions known to our clients. Your safety and the safety of the children you're working with should always take priority. We always want to be transparent with our clients, but this is the one of the very few times you may need to tell a different story to get yourself and the children out of the visitation in a safe way. <clears throat> so, what should you do? We recommend telling your client that you've been notified of an emergency via text. Be apologetic but firm in your need to end the visitation. For example, you may say something like, I am so sorry and I can understand why this is frustrating, but I have an emergency and I have to end the visitation. I'll talk to your FCM about the time lost. Again, I'm so sorry. I hope you can understand and I recognize this is difficult for you. <clears throat> if they do not accept your explanation for ending the visit and you feel unsafe, you should get law enforcement involved. You could text your supervisor with the address and ask them to call the police for you. Or if you are forced out of the home, stay within sight and call 911 as soon as you safely can. This is unlikely, but possible. We should always use verbal de-escalation skills prior to involving the police, but there are times it may be necessary. Despite your level of confidence in handling these issues, there are still necessary steps to be taken. The FCM needs to be made aware the minute that you drop off the children back to placement, ideally a phone call. Hopefully, they are able to have a drug screen administered if we felt substance abuse was the cause for ending the visit. Your supervisor needs to be made aware as well, and we also need to do a critical incident report. Other workers on the case should be aware of what happened. Placement should not have information about why the visit was ended. You can explain that it's an emergency. Document the behaviors in the visit note. This is a rare time when you do not need to have the client sign the note and leave as soon as possible and finish the note later. If needed, reevaluate your client's stage of change, level of needed intervention, and complete a safety plan around substance abuse. Lastly, we have to recognize that relapses are often a part of the recovery process. There can also be times where your client is displaying bizarre behaviors but not under the influence. If you document the behaviors and are able to explain why you have concerns, you'll have the support and proof of our policies around suspected substance abuse. That being said, if they're able to prove that they were, weren't using substances, we would need to make up the visitation. If you have questions about this type of a thing, you can go to the field staff practice guide and go to page 153. I put out the Christmas and New Year's holiday memo last week. Please remember that uh, PTO requests for the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's are going to be due in Canopy by 5 p.m. on Friday, December 1st, 2023. All requests for the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's Day not received by this date will not be considered. 
we have some increased paperwork due dates during the week of December 17th through the 23rd. The Christmas holiday falls on a Monday. New Year's Day falls on a, uh, also on a Monday. The week of Christmas is also a paid week, which puts uh, our billing department in a bit of a bind, so we need to get documentation and paperwork to them as soon as possible. So, if you're a Sunday through Thursday staff, your documentation and your timesheet will be due on Friday, December 22nd at 9 a.m. local time. So as soon as your Thursday's done, we'd recommend getting your uh, paperwork done for the week, and we need that due by 9 a.m. on Friday morning. If you happen to work on that Friday or that Saturday, of course you'll be paid, but we need you to do a late submission form, and that will be required to be turned in by Sunday, December 24th at 8 a.m. local time. <clears throat> if you don't turn in that late submission form, the hours worked will have to be paid on the January 13th pay and not that December pay. In any event, a late submission form will be required if the Friday, December 22nd, 9 a.m. deadline is missed. So Sunday through Thursday, your paperwork's due on that next day, Friday morning. From Monday through Friday, if you're on a flex, documentation in your timesheets could be due on Saturday, December 23rd at 8 a.m. If you perform any work on Saturday, a late submission form will be required and turned in by Sunday, December 24th at 8 a.m. local time to meet that next payroll. And if you're Tuesday through Saturday, <clears throat> documentation timesheet will be due on Sunday, December 24th at 8 a.m. local time. We need everyone's cooperation with these due dates so deadlines can be met for the 1229 pay. We really appreciate everyone taking heed to this and making sure you do this. It's, it's a big help to our billing department. Plus, we all, of course, want to get paid on time on December the 29th. <clears throat> and please remember, late submission forms are required if the listed deadlines are not met. Like I said, both Christmas and New Year's fall on a Monday this year. So those working uh, Monday through Friday or flex schedule or Sunday through Thursday will be off on Monday the 25th and Monday January 1st. If your number of work days are Tuesday through Saturday, your holidays will be recognized on Tuesday December 26th and Tuesday January 2nd. If you're typically a Wednesday through Saturday worker, of course you'll be off your normal days, and Tuesday December 26th and Tuesday January 2nd are to be indicated on your CTT as a holiday. <clears throat> Please remember we want everyone to put their holiday on your CTT. It's very important to do so. If there's any questions about the Christmas and New Year's holiday memo, please reach out to Gary Emmons or someone in our HR department, but please uh, please let us know if you have questions. A little bit different this time around, but it's necessary due to that pay date. <clears throat> also, I sent out an email on Thursday, November 2nd about a flu survey. We uh, encourage all of our team members to get the flu vaccine. And we sent out a survey to talk about uh, what you did in 2022 and your intentions for 2023. If you complete the survey uh, that was uh, indicated, you'll be entered into a drawing for a gift card. And if you want to have a, a double entry, all you have to do is send a, uh, a picture of yourself uh, with the subject says fighting the flu to myself, Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us. You could do things like washing your hands, carrying hand sanitizer, practicing social distancing, wearing a mask, a picture of your bandit after the flu shot, or a picture picture with a verification or proof of your vaccination from your local health professional. <clears throat> We're hoping to get a lot of participation here. So if you have questions about the flu survey, again, go back to the email I sent on uh, 
Thursday morning, November 2nd. We'll put it out again as a reminder. Flu shots have been proven safe, and their locations where you can get them are all over the state of Indiana. Many places, Walgreens, CVS's, health departments, Meyer, pretty much any store with a pharmacy is going to have the availability for flu shots, and like I said, your doctor, health departments as well. <clears throat> there is a link in the email I sent if you're wanting to put in your zip code, and it'll tell you places you can get your vaccination. Our last new announcement of the week is a reminder about Veterans Day. Veterans Day is a day dedicated to American veterans of all wars, and Veterans Day 2023 will occur on Saturday, November 11th. <clears throat> in 1918, on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, an armistice or temporary cessation of hostilities was declared between the Allied nations and Germany in World War I, then known as the Great War. Commemorated in many countries as Armistice Day the following year, November 11th became a federal holiday in the United States in 1938. In the aftermath of World War II and the Korean War, Armistice Day became known as Veterans Day. IHPS would like to acknowledge and thank our veterans and all veterans who served to protect our many freedoms. The rest of the announcements this week were repeats from uh, last week, but we'll go through those quickly. Uh, entering in from case information to case win, there's going to be an attachment that goes along with this. Um, we want to make sure all client demographics and service information are up to date. <clears throat> and why is it important to ensure this information is up to date? That way, we're looking to uh, phase out coverage and transfer forms. And soon, ca new case information and coverage information will no longer be sent to you via email. Instead, you'll be given a case name number and service level only. And you'll have access to the information via your dashboard on CaseWin. You enter it once and update it as needed. No more doing forms and coverage and transfer forms over and over and over again. If you're out, planned out, planned, or unexpectedly, another team member can easily cover your service and family needs with no issues or extra steps needed from you, your team leaders, and any of your, uh, any of your team members. So if you take time off or you're out unexpectedly, this information is not up to date. You'll be required to update it before you are out. Attached to this uh, email that I'll send out with the announcements will be a uh, really detailed step-by-step -step process of how to go about doing this in Casewind. Just a reminder that we don't veer for deer. Last year, there was uh, over 16,000 crashes in Indiana involving deer. So remember, with it getting darker early now especially, deer are more active during dawn and dusk. If you see one deer, expect more. Make sure to use your high beam lights when you're allowed. If you do see a deer or any animal, break firmly, but stay in your lane and come to a controlled stop and never swerve to avoid a deer. That obviously could lead to much more bigger problems and we don't want that to occur. So remember, don't veer for deer. Believe it or not, Thanksgiving is just a little over two weeks away now. Thanksgiving holidays, Thursday, November 23rd, 2023. Remember that um, if you work a, a normal 40-hour work week and your normal work days are Wednesday through Saturday, you are going to be required to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. All other work schedules will be off <clears throat> Thanksgiving Day. Like always, make sure to put your holiday into your timesheet and CTT. And all documentation for the work week of November 12th through the 18th will be due on Sunday, November 19th, 2023 at 8 a.m. local time. 
So for the week of the 12th through the 18th, paperwork's due on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. local time. The billing department will be working on that Sunday to get a good head start since it is a pay week, so please make sure that you meet that deadline. All right, it's trivia question time. <clears throat> this goes back to something we talked about earlier. But the question is, talking about flu survey, what is the due date for the flu, sur flu survey? You can email those answers to Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us. Uh, so when is the uh, flu survey due date <clears throat> so that we can pick our winners for sending in your information or doing, doing the survey? Let's see, Staff Cafe, we've got Staff Cafe coming up. Thinking outside the box for our, for our team members is Thursday, November 30th. 9 to 10 Central or 10 to 11 Eastern Time. Staff Cafe is for you all. It's for our team members to get together, to connect with one another, build a professional and personal vitality. These are all hosted on Zoom. Deborah Cooper is a, is a person to reach out to if you have any questions about that. You can call her at 812-483-8369. Deborah's also planning the Parent Cafe for the month of November. <clears throat> First one's today, Tuesday, November 7th. 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.38 Eastern Time. Second offering is Thursday, November 16th from 11 to 12.30 Central or 12 to 1.30 Eastern Time. Again, if you have any questions at all about Parent Cafe, follow them on Facebook at, at IHBS Parent Cafe. Or again, you can reach out to Deborah. 812-483-8369 or email her at dcooper at ihbs.us. Well, that's going to do it. Quite a few announcements this time. <clears throat> Please make sure you're, view, you're reviewing our memos for the holidays. It's very important that we all follow those to a T. Get the paperwork in when we've asked it to be in. <clears throat> it really helps out the billing department and payroll for those pay weeks. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for doing what you do. Take care of one another. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there this Saturday. Thank you all for what you do.